0: It's me, Egbert, E-G-G-B-U-R-T, the owner of this radio station. I invite everyone to listen, no matter if you're young, old, black, white, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. Heck, I even want real estate agents listening to my station. Yes, even Rick and Tracy. You're all welcome. Now, it's back to my Goodwill Ambassadors, Brad and John. We're the Goodwill Ambassadors, John. We have to we have to keep that positive energy going. Hey, thanks for coming. Hey, is the water okay? <laughs> we couldn't afford anything else, just water. And it's not out of the bottle. It's out of the tap, but we did through, put it through one of those breed of pitchers. So it's... Well, it's... I
1: thought we got... It. Wait a minute. I thought we were sourcing everything from Coldwater Creek. <laughs> That's right. It is the BJ show. You and I turned out just fine. Sorry to step over your promo there Brad but you and I turned out just fine and we drank a lot of stuff and ate a lot of stuff that probably came from Coldwater Creek
0: and a lot of people <laughs> swam in Coldwater Creek I know several people that swam in Coldwater Creek uh, but that's all another story okay uh, which once again I had It's funny you should bring that up I had a discussion the other day someone's Said to me, well, that's all taken care of now. I go, no, it's not. Go over to McDon- <laughs> go over to McDonald about midway between Lindbergh and, and Airport Road or 170 or Brown Road, or whatever you want to call it, or, or where it, it sort of does right there in front of the old uh, World headquarters from McDonald Douglas. Uh, and on both sides of McDonald, they are still digging up radioactive and and painted dirt and i don't know where it's going but it's not staying here and i'm I'm like what is it's
1: going to your now what 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 you're not admitting here brad is that you use it as topsoil and you flaunt the fact that by midsummer you will have tomatoes that glow in the dark (laughs) and people ask you where you get it and you say i can't tell you where i get my topsoil but i can tell you how i grow these special tomatoes
0: you know we sent something on the air last week or maybe the week before camera which one it was and it got somewhat refuted by the person we're talking about and i'm saying if this dude would listen to me and here i'm off off the top of my head i'm just going to do a campaign ad farm hi I'm Taylor Burns, and I'm a Swift kind of guy. But also Burks. Burks. I'm Taylor Burks, Swift. And I'm going to swiftly become your next congressional representative because I'm the guy who really loves things like Travis Kelsey, and I love all sorts of things like Swift concerts. My name is Taylor Burks Swift, and I love politics. And I want you to vote for me. And think of all the song lyrics like he could
1: he can make so many references to like, you know, he, I, the ballad has a blank space, baby. And you should write my name. Right. You should check my name. Like, There's so much he
0: could do with it. And and what he should start off is is one of his all of speeches with. He should stand up at the podium and go, woo, hoo, woo, woo, hoo <laughs> never going to be another one like me. Woo, hoo hoo Or he could say, according
1: to Chuck Schumer, he's the problem. It's him. He he shot down my my suggestion on Twitter, didn't he? Yeah, I know. Well, you know what? But then we had a pretty good back and forth because, as as Taylor pointed out, he's the reason for the teardrops on your guitar.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's true. So I think it's interesting that. Can, can I say something right now? I don't really. This is this is. I read this yesterday, and I just sort of rolled my eyes. Like, oh, here we go. Uh, and I'm not making fun of Dr. Bob Onder because I've met him on several occasions And he seems like a good guy and he seems like mm-hmm. his heart's in the right place And he's a brilliant man because not only is he a doctor He's also an attorney and his brother is Jim Onder, the, the big, right, the big right. attorney And his his sister is an attorney as well, too. How about that family? Okay, and he's more likable than the other doctor lawyer Brad Bradshaw, but go ahead. Right nice guy, okay Someone needs to talk to him some is because he's saying I want. You need someone in Congress that cares about you, and I'm going like, uh, here we go again with the same old. When I go to Congress, things will be different. I'll, I'll, I'll whip those people into shape. And when you're one of 435 people, there ain't much you can do. Let's be honest. There's not much you can do.
1: Well, then, but so what you're saying, though, Brad, is that, but, but who's going to vote for somebody that says, listen, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Congress to be one of 435, and I'll be a reliable vote most of the time. Like, that doesn't get people whipped up. You
0: but can't expect Bob here's, Honor to here's, say that. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. What these people need to do is, like, for example, I, I can't do this with you because, maybe I can, uh, because you're really sharp, and you've probably heard this before, but let me see if I can do it to you. What does T-O-P spell? Top. What does H-O-P spell? Hop. What does M-O-P spell? Mop. What does C-O-P spell? Cop. What do you do when you come to a green light? Go. Okay. You are one of very few because what happens is your brain gets lulled into – most people when I do that will say stop. Your brain what? gets lulled into a certain – da da, 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 da. Certain, pat- certain, <clears throat> certain pattern. A certain pattern, yes. right? Okay. So to become a truly effective communicator – you have to break that pattern, okay? And if you look back at the people who have become truly effective communicators, both in, you know, in, in, in television, radio, and in politics, and media, whatever you wanna call it nowadays, it's the people who've broken the, mold, who've broken the mold and have come out as unique. Something about them, there's a hook that catches your interest and it sure, may be good sense. and may be bad. Perfect example, Rush Limbaugh. When Rush Limbaugh came on, used to be, if you listen to a political talk show, it was like boring. It was like- Watching paint dry. Right, like, it was- like It
1: would be like listening to public radio.
0: Right, it was very, and everybody talked like that. You know, like, yeah. it was boring, boring, boring. Rush Limbaugh comes along, and as an ex-DJ, takes his entertainment skills as a DJ, and takes them and turns them into politics, and becomes a runaway hit. Comes up with all sorts of crazy things. Like her abortion. Call her abortion for a while. He put a condom on his microphone, you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, stuff like that. And once again, love him or hate him, you know who the hell he is, okay? I mean, and and through the whole thing. So what gets me is, and I guess this was really, really hit home with me. And, God, I don't want to sound like I'm being disrespectful, but... Back in September, I got invited to be a presenter to the Republican, uh, St. Charles County Republican Central Committee about uh, what they called candidate school. And candidate school is typically for people who have never run for office. Some of the people in there are already in office. But typically what they're doing is it's a one day seminar on how you can get elected and what you can do and stuff like that and some of the stuff was really good. For example, um, we had uh, Mr. Summer who is like incredible. His his wife is is she's not a state rep anymore, is she? No,
1: but she was for a while. Right, yeah, she was for a Summer.
0: A, right, right. And he is an accountant and he just knows this like by the like n- up and down the whole thing with financing and starting a committee and a bank account and MEC and the whole bit. And that was fascinating. And then there was a guy who is a political consultant, but Essentially, what they were teaching people was two things, door knocking and yard signs. And I'm the last presenter of the day. I get up there and I'm going, you know, I'll be honest with you. And I started off my presentation by saying, here are my idols. My idols are, are Thomas Edison, Nikola Tesla, John, or, or, or Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, you know why? They're all disruptors. They all took a system and they shook it and they changed it and forever changed the world. And I say, that's what you need to do for running for office. You need to do what Donald Trump did, where he just blew everybody away because of the fact that he was so different. If you go back and look at those original debates where it's, it's him and like 12 other guys on stage— he just ruled the stage yeah. because because the why because all those other guys they had in their head you know not figuratively in or literally at that point in time but lit- figuratively in their head they're going like okay my consultant told me i have to say well uh, uh, regarding the uh, interstate pipeline right. uh, you know right uh, and
1: and trump was nothing like that so let's but I, so first of all I agree with you completely but let what started this was a conversation about bob onder so my point would be now, to play contrarian here, Brad, I don't think anybody that listens to Bob Honor talk f- finds him to be boring. And also the fact that he's an older white guy, I mean, it's, it would be easy to typecast him as being boring. I don't find anything he says to be, to be boring. But is your point that wh- – like, is your point that he comes across as a generic – Milk toast. Type no, I, thing
0: I'm right? not I'm not saying boring because I have to be honest with you. When we, you know that day we talked about and this is the interesting morning where we talked about that on the air. We remember, remember this whole interesting situation. We called up we called up Mark McCluskey and he said he's going to oh, be yeah, he's yeah. going to be. It was a Friday morning. I remember it well. And he's going to be at the the, the opening. Uh, and you went the, to the Freedom Caucus. The rally. Freedom Caucus rally. OK. Out in St. Charles. OK. And who do I. <laughs> Jason Rosenbaum. You know, he yeah, tells me yeah. listen all the time, which blew me away. Bob Onder got up, and this was when Bob Onder was still running for a lieutenant governor. Bob Onder mm-hmm. gave up, stood up there, and gave a rousing speech. I mean, of all the people who spoke, and even, and not to make fun of Tim Jones, because he's on another radio station, uh, but, but you know, Tim Jones is a good presenter. He used to be the former speaker of the Missouri House, a rep. Uh, but Bob Onder just knocked it out of the park. Really good. He's and really good. I said... And I said this somewhat loudly, and a couple people around me laughed. And I go, I go, CD3, CD3, <laughs> at the time because that was only a few days after um, Luke Meyer announced it. Yeah. Right, Luke, he announced that he wasn't going wasn't going to run for another term. So I'm not saying that he's boring. I'm just saying that when you when you start parroting these stupid lines about when you send me to Congress, I'm going to blah 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 blah. And see. I, I personally have a problem with the fact that, see, you know, you, you you do you think we could get Taylor Burks on the air? you think we, he'd come on the air with us? Of course he would, yeah. Okay, I have a problem with the fact that, that both the other two candidates are essentially carpetbaggers. And-
1: well, now hold on one second. Now, by the way, as you know well, if we, I mean, out of fairness, if we have Taylor come on, the next day we should have MEC come on, the next day we should have Bob Onder come but
0: on. But they won't come on, though. Are you, kidding? Brad? Of course they come. They with. won't come on, because, because how do you know? Because we are BJ. We're Brad and John. Hold on, Brad. Do you know the relationship
1: that I have with them?
0: <laughs> we have the. We have a station that's owned by a guy by the name of Egbert. You know, we're we're not like one of the bigwigs. You know, but 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 see, see, here's the, no, my, my point being is that uh, uh, I'm saying I don't know what my point is anymore. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I I I just think. That's the wrong thing to say, because of the fact that maybe I'm too close to politics it would be like, it's sort of like your line that you said, a matter of fact, I heard that one of our replay shows, about when 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 the Bear people came to St. Louis when they bought Monsanto and one of their executives said, this isn't going to be another InBev, you know, where they come in and they, they essentially, you know, get rid of everybody. Essentially, you know, the running joke was, uh, you know, they, they destroyed uh, the local, uh, uh, you know, management of, of anheuser-bush because let's be honest anheuser-bush is not run out of st louis anymore they want to say it is but it's not uh you know they the anheuser-bush planes yeah. are gone you know all the there's nobody on the ninth floor there at one bush place a whole bit i just say you got to, you got to, you got to change it up you know and see see why don't people listen why don't people learn from donald trump why don't they learn from the guy I don't – I've never understood that. I mean here – Well, because –
1: now, to be fair, a lot of candidates aren't secure enough to say what's actually on their mind. Well, because – They're afraid of being criticized. No, I mean because, that's a lot of it too. Because
0: they have consultants tell them what to say.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and there again, it goes back to the idea of when you're managing risk, the idea is to, to – so you, you pedestalize not making any mistakes instead of – saying what's the good of an opportunity you say what could possibly go wrong if i go on the air
0: yeah but 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 see what happens is is that but that's the negative aspect of that and and to the point where like let's say okay like let's say for example let's say bob onder comes on um, 97 one this afternoon and says he wants. He thinks that Cottleville is setting the 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 uh, the the, uh, the 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 world afire with everybody having a golf cart. If you don't know this crazy thing, everybody. If, if you live in Cottleville, you have a golf cart. Everybody in Cottleville has a golf cart. Not. I'm being facetious, of course, but you pe- see people driving up and down Highway N all the time. You see like the little shopping center there with at at and you know across the street at St. Peter's, but on that side of the highway on on Mid Rivers Mall, it's Cottleville. You see people going through the driveway through at freddy's in a golf cart okay so if bob onder comes on one day and says i think that everybody in the world should have a golf cart and i think we should get rid of these gas cars and everybody have a golf cart immediately some people go who the hell's he but everybody would know oh is that the nutbag he wants everybody to drive a golf cart get what i'm saying yeah I mean,
1: yeah i get what you're saying three now th- let me ask you this though as as we think about Having folks come on. I know we've dialed up, you know McCloskey for fun and bill Igel for fun Do you want to start doing I mean? I thought that we were going away from the direction of having of ever having people come on and chat Would you be willing to have people come on the show and actually chat about their campaign? John,
0: I do that all day long I mean, but but here's the thing. I don't give the typical interviews You've heard my interviews because of the oh, fact yeah, I know. But, and and what I I try to I try to be and I'm not trying to say I'm in the class of a Howard Stern or somebody like that, but I don't, you know, I mean, you know, I've had this happen so many times through the years. When I have someone who is like a bigwig kind of person, their PR person calls me. And this is not all the time, but this is probably a good 60-70% of the time and they said can i have a list of the questions you're going to ask i said I and i know your answer my answer is i don't have a list
1: i don't have a list. <laughs> don't don't it, have a list. maybe when we come back tell the story you were going to do an appearance was it down at the casino queen or what was the what was the ship you were going to go on and they wanted your questions ahead of time
0: yeah well that's, that happens all the time you know yeah. and it's to the point where it's like it's like okay you know what i don't i don't and and not only that it's to the point where where i'm the kind of guy that may say hey uh, you ever? Do you ever eat a White Castle? You know, I mean, you ever, yeah, you, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, because, because what people want, people. Now, the interesting thing for Trump here, he is a multi-millionaire, a multi-billionaire, depending upon you know if he's going to end up losing all his fortune in New York, uh, having to forfeit all his money and his businesses in New York, he may be not a billionaire anymore, but. The guy comes across as sort of an average guy, even though he couldn't be further from that. You know, he has his. How many people, you know, people talk about, oh, I have my own private jet. Well, how many people have their own private 757 Boeing airliner? Yeah, yeah. And, man, and maintain the common touch. Dine with kings and queens and maintain the common touch. But see, that's the interesting aspect of him, is that he can go into a room and he can talk to the president of major corporations, and he can talk to a guy who is a— plumber and just got you know earlier that day just got done you know snaking out three toilets and you know went home put on some clean clothes and went to the political rally and shook Donald Trump's hand you know that's to me that's the guy you know he's one in a million you know and people and you know what to quote the
1: former I know we're up against time here Brad to quote the former NWA world heavyweight (laughs) champion Dusty Rhodes I've done with kings and queens and I slept in the alley eating pork and beans
0: (laughs) and he probably likes sleeping in the alley better right (laughs) He probably did.
1: That's dust. That's dust there.
0: Okay, we have to take a break. John's going to intersperse his. You know, see, you know, here's the interesting thing. You've got John Combes, who's his political guru. You've got Jason Rosenbaum, who is this, you know, excellent reporter and political guru. And they talk on the phone and they talk about wrestling. Wouldn't you love to listen in on that conversation?
1: And you know, other folks who, <laughs> who who we shall not name are involved in the conversations too, Brad. They probably wouldn't want us to out them.